In this message, we discover several different ways to minister healing that we see in the New Testament. Each of these ways of ministering healing are also ways by which we receive personal healing. These include healing through personal faith in God, through prayer of agreement, through prayer of faith, through the word of command, through the laying on of hands, through the announcement of faith, through acting in faith, and several more. Amen? All right. Um, let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah, the 55th chapter. I just want to read a verse, and then we'll stand up and make our declaration this morning. Isaiah chapter 55. Um, Isaiah 55. We'll just read verses 8 through 11, and then we will stand up and make a declaration. God says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and does not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me void or empty or without accomplishing something. He says, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent. Now God is saying, look, you know, there's a big difference between my ways and my thoughts and the ways and the thoughts of man. There's a huge difference from the way God thinks and the way God works. God's ways and God's thoughts are so much higher and greater than the ways and the thoughts of man. But then he says, look, I've given my word to you. My word's gone out of my mouth. But there are two things I just want to highlight what he says about his word. It will accomplish what I please. It will accomplish what I please. So let's say this together. God's word will accomplish what he pleases. And then he says, it will prosper in the thing for which I sent it. It will prosper. Now, God's word has been given to you. To me. Right? It's not like you know, God's word gave it to the preacher so he could preach sermons. Yeah. No. God's word has been given to you. It's been given to me. Right? So take your Bible and just hold it and say, hold it very affectionately and say, God's word has been given to me. Gotta love the word, right? God's word has been given to me. It's been given to you. And his word will accomplish what he pleases in your life. It will prosper in the thing for which he has sent it. So you take every promise in the word and you say that word will be accomplished in my life. That word will prosper, will happen in my life. That's his word. Amen? So it's not just a book we read to preach sermons from. 
but this is powerful his word will accomplish what he pleases it will prosper in what he sent it for so let's stand up to our feet now and just boast about god's word let's say this out loud bold and strong together hold your bible high up in the air and say this with me please this is god's word this is god speaking to me i am who god says i am I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything God has promised. I'm saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I am blessed, victorious, prosperous, triumphant. I'm a minister of God, a servant of Christ, and a channel of his blessing to many people. I receive his word. I believe his word and I live by his word. Christ is my master. And to him I am an absolute surrender in Jesus name. Amen. And God bless you. you. May be seated please. We are continuing our study on ministering healing and deliverance and we're using this book called Ministering and Healing Ministering Healing and Deliverance. This morning We are going to cover chapter 7 where we are going to talk about how to minister healing practical guidelines on how to minister healing the different ways the many ways that God can use us to minister healing and deliverance and we're going to cover that uh, it of course is a long chapter but I'm going to just hit on the main points the higher points uh, and uh, I will let you study the rest of it as you read the book and 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 receive it into your heart ways to minister healing how do you minister healing now there are several ways we're going to talk about many different ways in that god will work through us to bring healing to people and how we can minister healing to people now i want you to keep in mind that this entire sermon could also be preached as how to receive healing it's the same thing right so we're just preaching saying how to minister healing but we can take the same thing and write a new book called how to receive healing it'll be the same thing i was planning to do that you know just take the same point change the title how to receive healing it will be the exact same thing this is how you also receive healing so in as much as we are talking from a perspective of ministering healing the same truths apply when you personally want to receive healing for your own life for your own body is that clear right so look at it from both ways although as we talk we will talk about how to minister healing to people so god is not fixed uh to one method of ministering healing there are so many different methods that we see in scripture and we'll just run through it so practically when you're faced with a situation when you're meeting somebody uh on uh, now who is sick who needs help how would you minister healing and we're going to run through several ways let's go to page number 160 the first one that we talk about is through personal faith in god so when you wants to help somebody receive healing one way to do it is to help build their faith by teaching them god's word by telling them the truth of god's word so that their faith is built up 
And then they can receive through their own faith in God. But how are you ministering healing? By helping them, helping build up their faith. Are you with me so far? So you tell them, see God's a healer. And he carried your sicknesses and bore your diseases. And his word will not return void. His word will accomplish in your life. So you meditate in the word. You believe that word. And through your personal faith in God, you can receive your healing. So that's one way to minister healing. And at the same time, you combine your faith. Uh, You tell them how to exercise their faith. This is on page 161 at the top. Our faith in God is expressed in many ways. One simple way is to believe and to speak. Jesus said, if you have faith in your heart, you will say. So you tell them, see, you believe this word, you believe this promise, you say it. You say it. Uh, Declare it with your mouth. Initially, the symptoms may still be there. The pain may still be there. But you keep your eyes on the word and you confess that word, believing it in your heart. You will see that word accomplished in your life. So you encourage their faith that way and teach them how to exercise their faith and you help minister healing uh, into their lives. At the same time, you can exercise faith for them. So together you combine your faith and you exercise faith for them. It's like the Roman centurion who came on behalf of his servants. So he was exercising his faith for his servant. Or the Canaanite woman who came to Jesus on behalf of her daughter. So she was exercising her faith for her daughter. So you could also do that through personal faith. Exercise your faith on behalf of somebody else. So you you speak your faith over their lives. The second way to minister healing is through the prayer of agreement. In Matthew 18, 18 to 20, Jesus said, If two of you agree on earth... Uh, concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father. So you agree together. So uh, there may be somebody who is sick. You tell, teach them the word of God. Say, let's agree together. Let's join our faith. And through the prayer of agreement, by joining hands or just praying, agreeing in faith, you can minister healing. Right? So the prayer of agreement, uh, you help minister healing in people. So that's another way. So you may, you, when you meet somebody, uh, you might say, okay, let's agree together. That person says, you know, I really believe Jesus can heal me. Then what do you do? You say, okay, I'll bring my faith in agreement with you. Let's agree together. And you pray with them. Lord, I agree with what they are believing. That they will experience healing or deliverance, whatever they believe for. That they will experience that in their body. And you agree with them. You stand against that sickness. You stand against that disease through the prayer of agreement. And your faith is in this promise that he said, if two of you agree on earth as concerning anything they ask, it shall be done. So it's through the prayer of agreement. That's one another way of ministering healing. A third way to minister healing is through praying the prayer of faith. That means now you are praying the prayer of faith for the other person. Right? Now, James says in James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick or heal the sick, 
and the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins he will be forgiven. Now I know it says they let him call for the elders of the church but we understand by looking at the entire New Testament that it's not just the elders who are called to minister healing and deliverance. It's not just those who are in spiritual leadership are called. Every believer is called to do that. Amen? Come on guys, time to say amen. Every believer can pray the prayer of faith. Amen? Now listen to this. Every believer can anoint with oil. Amen. You know, some people think, oh, only the pastor must use the oil. I mean, what's so special about the oil? There's nothing special about the oil. It's just a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit works through every believer. So you make it a chance where you feel like, hey, uh, 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 this person is sick, but let me take some oil. You say, Pastor, which oil? Oh, any oil. <laughs> take some oil. And you say, God, I am doing this in obedience to your words. This oil is just a symbol. It represents the work of the Holy Spirit. That's all. There's nothing special about the oil. But it's uh, an expression of your faith. It's a sign of contact. Uh, it's, a, it's a point of contact. You, you, as you apply the oil, it's like you're believing the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon that person. And any believer can do this. So you take a little oil. So how much oil? Again, don't worry about that. So sometimes we, you know, we get so picky about all these unnecessary things. Which oil? How much oil? Bucket full of oil. (laughs) No, just take a little oil. You can do it. Pray the prayer of faith in the name of the Lord. That's the important part. It's not about the oil. Right? So you pray the prayer of faith. In the name of the Lord. What is a prayer of faith? That means it's a prayer that comes out of a heart that is convinced that God will heal that person. That's the prayer of faith. You can't pray the prayer of faith that says, Oh God, if it be that I will heal him, otherwise take him. (laughs) That is not the prayer of faith. But a prayer that says, God, I believe the work was done on Calvary's cross. Your word is truth. And I am extending my faith to see this person well. That's the prayer of faith. It says, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith. Let's pray with this. Anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. Will heal the sick. And if there are any sins, they will be forgiven. So here's another way that God may just prompt you, just feel like in your heart, just, okay, use some oil. So at least that, that person, it encourages that person's faith when you apply that oil. They, they believe that that's, that's the symbol of the Holy Spirit, that at that moment, the power of the Holy Spirit comes into their life. So you encourage their faith that way by anointing with oil. Through the prayer of faith. Through a word of command, page 163. Matthew 8 and verse 16 When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word. Meaning a word of command. He cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Look at Luke chapter 4, verses 38 and 39. He arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. 
But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her, that's beside her, and rebuked the fever. And it left her, and immediately she arose and served. So how did Jesus minister this time? This time you see, he used a word of command. He rebuked the fever. That means he said, fever, leave. See, somebody said, does fever have ears? Now don't worry about it. It's your word of faith that you're speaking. And that word of faith has authority over things and elements in this realm. It includes sickness and disease. Jesus said, if you have faith, you speak to a mountain. Jesus spoke to the winds and the waves. He calmed the sea. Do winds have uh, ears? Do waves have feelings? No. But your faith has power and dominion over these natural elements and things in this realm. So how do you exercise your faith? How do you minister healing? Through a word of command. You speak to that sickness. So you might say things like if somebody has a growth, you might say, I, in Jesus' name, I command this growth to disappear. I command this growth to disintegrate and leave. So what are you doing? You are issuing a word of command. Say, Pastor, do they teach this in medical school? No. <laughs> they teach it at church, amen? Because this is the power of God that we are ministering. So you say, in the name of Jesus, I command this fever to go. I command whatever that sickness, you address it. And you tell it to leave. That's how Jesus ministered. Through a word of command. The next way to minister healing, at the bottom of page 163, through the laying on of hands with anointing of oil with the word of command. So you could use any combination of it. When you're issuing a word of command, you may or may not touch the person. You can do it over the phone. Right? Nowadays people SMS. I rebuke the fever. <laughs> I'm sure God honors that as well. So when you're issuing a word of command, you, you may not be necessarily near that person touching that person. But sometimes you can minister along with the laying on of hands. The laying on of hands is another way to minister healing and deliverance. Jesus said, oh, let's see here in Matthew 8, 3, there's an example here. Jesus put out his hand and touched him. It's a contact. He touched him. And he said, I'm willing to be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. In Matthew 8 and verse 15, when talking about Simon's mother-in-law, he says, he touched her hand and the fever left her. In Matthew 9, 29, he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. I'm, I'm just skipping several verses here and I go down to Mark 16, 17 and 18. Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe. And towards the end of that verse, he said, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So laying hands is another way. You lay hands and you combine it maybe with anointing of oil. You maybe combine it with a word of command. Or you might pray the prayer of faith. Different things. But you, uh, you lay hands and you minister. Sometimes even the sick people touch you. Sometimes you touch the sick. Sometimes the sick touch you. So we have examples of that in the Bible. There's a bottom of page 165. Uh, in Matthew 9.20. This woman with an issue of blood. She touched the hem of Jesus' garment. 
and she was healed. The top of page 166 in Matthew 14 verse 36 the Bible says they begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. So they touched in faith. So this touch is a point of contact, is an expression of faith that at that moment I'm, I'm believing God's power to flow through my life. So when you're touching somebody, you are believing that God's power goes out of you into them. When they touch you, they're believing the same thing. That God's power comes out of you into their lives. As you're laying hands and ministering to people. Are you with me so far? Yes? Alright, few more. Page 166. Another way uh, to minister healing is through the announcement of faith. That means here, you're not praying You're not even issuing a command. You're just declaring the work is done. By your faith. Because of your faith. Now we're not doing it presumptuously. That is you're simply saying everything will be okay. That's, That's a nice sympathetic way of saying. But when you're speaking by faith. And you announce the work as done. That's another way of ministering healing to a person. Like you might say you are healed. Don't be afraid. You're healed. Right? And you find Jesus ministering that way. Here are some examples. In Matthew 8, 13, he tells the centurion. See, he doesn't pray for the centurion. He doesn't issue a command. He doesn't anoint with oil. None of that. What does he say? He simply says, go home. What you believe is done. Just announces the work as done. Because he sees so much faith there. And Jesus, of course, has that confidence, that faith. Just go home, your child's well. What you believe is done. In Matthew 15, 28, he tells the woman, Woman, you've got great faith. Be it to you as you desire. It's done. In John 4, verse 15, he tells this other man, he says, Go home, your son lives. It's just an announcement of the work as done. Because you have that kind of faith in your hearts. Are you with me so far? So God moves on your heart. Just say it. Say, I believe it's done. Go home. Don't be afraid. Now, maybe they came limping to you. And they're walking away limping. And you're saying, it's done. But on the way out or soon, they're going to experience that in their body. Because you have spoken with faith and confidence in your heart. Amen? And you're not moved just by what you're saying because you're ministering by faith. In page 167, another way of ministering healing is through acting in faith. You'll find Jesus many times telling people to do the very thing that their sickness prevented them from doing. To do that. Here comes a paralyzed man. He is brought to Jesus by his friends. And Jesus is saying, take your bed and walk. Excuse me, Jesus. He's paralyzed. Instantly, I've got the report. The doctor says he will never walk for the rest of his life. And we've gone, got three opinions. And all three opinions say the same thing. What did Jesus say? Get up, walk. And when this man begins to move to do that, He experiences healing. 
So many times you tell people act their faith. Do what they could not do. To a man who had his hand, uh, it was crippled in his hand, deformed in his hand. He says, stretch out your hand. And as he begins to act on that command, his hand is made whole. Right? So, um, to another man who was blind, he says, go wash in the pool of Siloam. So he tells him to act his faith. So, Here's another way to minister healing. Sometimes the Holy Spirit might just tell you to move on. You say, just tell them to do what they cannot do. Act your faith. And as they begin to do something that they could not do because they are also believing, the healing comes. Amen? Here's another way to minister healing. Page 168. So sometimes people act their faith. They believe and they act. They hear, they minister, they're hearing the word of God and, and faith arises in their heart and they, on their own accord, act of faith and they also receive healing. Another way to minister healing is through the gifts of the Spirit. There are many gifts of the Holy Spirit and um, there are two gifts I will just mention is uh, the gifts of the workings of miracles and the gifts of healings. This is the work of the Holy Spirit that just flows through you uh, to bless people. So you pray, you say, Lord, I pray that you'll release the gifts of workings of miracles, to release the gifts of healings uh, so that people can be touched in this, in this hall or in this auditorium or when you're ministering even to an individual. You pray, say, Lord, I pray you'll release the gifts of healing, release the working of miracles through my life for that person. So you are desiring it. That's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to desire spiritual gifts, desire, covet earnestly the gifts. So you're desiring, right? The gifts of healing... Typically, uh, you use it for sickness. You, 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 when you're ministering to somebody who's sick and uh, diseased, the workings of miracles is when a miracle needs to be done in their body. Maybe an organ has been taken out. Maybe uh, you know uh, uh, something missing needs to be put back in their body. Uh, something that was not formed uh, needs to be created. Right? Something that that requires that kind of power. You're saying, God, I ask for the workings of miracle. So through the gifts of the Spirit is another way to minister healing. Page 170. Through the healing anointing. That means the healing anointing is simply the healing presence of God, of the Holy Spirit. That's the healing anointing. Are you with me so far? You guys are enjoying this or you're just waiting for the sermon to get over, you know? (laughs) You know, I know how it is, you know, sitting and saying, man, he's got 20 minutes more to go. <laughs> the longest 20 minutes of the week. You know? <laughs> or are you enjoying this? All right. The healing anointing, which is the healing presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is multifaceted. That means he's got so many aspects in, uh, to him. He's the spirit of wisdom. He's the spirit of counsel. He's the spirit of comfort. Uh, he is the uh, spirit of uh, uh, of uh, uh, refreshing, renewing. So he, he, there's many, many aspects to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, when the Holy Spirit comes to bring healing, we say, we call it the healing anointing. So it's simply the presence of the Holy Spirit set up to bring healing into the lives of people. That's the healing anointing. You see, for example, in the, in the ministry of Jesus, in Luke 5.17, it says, as he was teaching... So it could have been this morning. And the word of God was being taught. 
as he was teaching, what was there? There were the Pharisees, the teachers of the law sitting. They had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And then it says, the power of the Lord was present to heal. So what was Jesus doing? He was just teaching the word. But what was present? The healing anointing. The power of the Lord was present to heal. So even as you are teaching the word, because of the presence of the healing anointing, the presence of the Holy Spirit to heal people, they get healed. They hear the word, faith comes in their heart, their heart is stirred, and the Holy Spirit administers healing into their lives. Amen? So that's the healing anointing. We desire that. We, we seek for God's presence uh, uh, we, uh, to, to envelop the hall and the auditorium as we pray. And there are other examples where the healing anointing flowed out of Jesus. This woman in Luke 6, it says in Luke 6, 19, the whole multitude sought to touch him because there was power. There was healing anointing going out of him and healing them. Through special anointings, meaning uh, God will work through uh, special ways, uh, in unusual ways. In Acts 5, we have... Uh, uh, one unusual way recorded for us, it talks, uh, tells us in Acts 5, 12 to 16, um, uh, it says in you know, verse 15, they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. And, and the people came, a multitude gathered from, from surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits and they were all heal. So here's an unusual anointing. It's called the shadow anointing. Peter's shadow just bringing healing. So God just chose to do it that way at that particular time. You don't see it happening before that and you don't see it happening long after that. But that was a particular season. But there was this unusual work of God, a special anointing flowing through Peter's shadow. You don't find Peter establishing the shadow anointing ministries. You, know. you don't find Peter doing that. So come stand at 9 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning. My shadow will heal you. You know, it's, it, oh, This is an unusual thing, a special anointing flowing through Peter's shadow. Now God may do similar things today. Maybe it's not shadow. Uh, he might just use maybe your poems you write poems and you send it to people and, and they get healed reading your poem. Do you think God can do that? It's not about the poem, it's God working through it. Or maybe you, you paint and you send people your painting and, and, and they see it and, and, and something touches them and they get healed through it. Or God could just use any form, anything he desires to release his healing for people. Man, we don't put God in a box. We just recognize what he's doing and go with that. So there can be special anointings. Um, page 172, through repentance and renunciation of sin. In some cases, you may, be, you may feel that you need to lead people to repent of specific sins uh, and renounce certain sins in order to receive their healing. Because those sins are the very things that are stopping or hindering them from receiving their healing. Now, this is not something we do for everyone. This is not a formula for everybody. But as the Lord directs you and you say, okay, 
let's repent of that sin. It could be unforgiveness. It could be hatred. It could be uh, whatever. It could be an emotional thing. It could be a physical sin that they're actually doing. But you lead them through the repentance and renunciation of that sin, and then their healing comes. So that's another way to minister healing. Page 173, through deliverance, which is we understand that there are some sicknesses and diseases that are caused directly because of the presence of evil spirits. The Bible calls it the spirits of infirmity. Devils that cause kinds of sicknesses. You find, for example, in Matthew 9, 32 and 33, uh, they brought a man to Jesus who was dumb and he was demon-possessed. Verse 33 says, when the demon was cast out, the dumb man spoke. Now, in other case, you don't find Jesus uh, casting out a demon. You find him spitting and touching his tongue. So he healed that man. He was dumb, but he healed him differently. But in this case, he cast out a demon in order for him to speak. So, not every dumbness or inability to speak is caused by a demon. Sometimes it could be uh, some malformation of their uh, organs. Sometimes it could be an accident uh, or, or something, other, some other cause for it. But sometimes it could be because of an uh, evil spirit. And so healing is ministered through deliverance to deal with the evil spirit that's causing that problem, that's causing that sickness. Usually, when there is a sickness that you cannot identify the cause, the organic, physical cause. It doesn't show up in the x-ray, you know. It doesn't show up in, uh, in any other form of diagnosis. And say, so, look, I don't know what the cause is, but there is a problem. There's a symptom there. But you can't identify the cause. Then usually you would deal with the spirit. Because devils cannot, do not show up on your ultrasounds. <laughs> a doctor says, look, that white spot, that's an evil spirit. <laughs> devils don't show up. So, when you can't identify the cause, very likely it's a spirit of infirmity. You know, it's this hiding that's causing that sickness. Usually, uh, diseases that cannot be treated, you would deal with the spirit uh, of infirmity. Sometimes we don't know. Honestly, there are many times I don't know what's the cause. So what do I do? I just cover everything. So I would pray something like, in the name of Jesus, I command this infirmity. So I'm speaking to that spirit of infirmity. I may not know for sure that it's a spirit, but I'm still covering that area. So I say, in the name of Jesus, if there's any devil that's causing this, I'm telling it to go. Right? So sometimes we don't know, but you deal with it anyway. Sometimes it may be just purely an injury, an accident, but you cover everything. The point is, that certain kinds of sicknesses and diseases can be caused because of a demonic spirit and you need to deal with it. Especially when you tried many other different ways of ministering healing and it's not working, then you would say, okay, it's because of an evil spirit. You know, I tried the anointing of oil, I tried this, I tried that, nothing's happening. Okay, now I need to deal with a spirit of infirmity. So do you take authority with that spirit? Sometimes you may find that their symptom moves around. You know, you pray over the shoulder, then it goes to the knee. Say, from the time you prayed, my shoulder is fine, but my knee is hurting. Okay. You pray for the knee, it goes to the other knee. From the time you pray, it moved from this, then you know, okay, it's a spirit. It's causing this. So then you deal with that spirit. 
Are you with me so far? Right? So we're giving you inside information, how to minister. Right? This is how we minister through deliverance. We're dealing with the spirit that's causing that, uh, uh, that sickness and disease. Page 174, another way to minister healing is through exercising faith when you celebrate the Lord's table. This is so precious. Because when we partake of the Lord's table, we are really proclaiming what Jesus did for us on the cross. It's not just, you know, okay, let me eat that wafer, drink that cup. Man, they don't give me good wine. You know, and it's not about that. It's about the fact that I'm saying I believe in what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. So, this is a perfect occasion to receive healing. When you say, God, as I eat this bread, as I drink this cup, I am extending, releasing my faith in what my Jesus did for me on Calvary's cross. He took my sicknesses. He bore my diseases. The punishment he bore brings me healing and wholeness. So as I eat this bread, as I drink this cup, I'm receiving it. Amen? So when we do it with faith, intentionally, it's a perfect moment to release faith and experience healing in our lives. Page 175, another way that you see God healing is through the use of prayer cloths. In Acts 19, 11 and 12, the Bible says, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. So that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. And the diseases left them. And the evil spirits went out of them. So God used this method. And you can use it too. So somebody comes to you and says, you know, my uncle is uh, at home. He's not able to come to church. But he's got this in this condition. Can you pray? Now, you can do it so many ways. You can issue a word of command. You can pray the prayer of faith. You can pray in agreement. You can pray with oil and say, bottle of oil and say, go anoint him with oil. Or sometimes the Lord might just say, you know, pray over a piece of cloth. So you ask him, do you have a handkerchief? It's okay, I have a handkerchief. So you pray over it. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that when this handkerchief was laid over that uncle, that every sickness in his body will leave, every spirit of infirmity in his body will leave. And he said, go take it. Put it on him or under his pillow or whatever that you can, he can come into contact with. And God will use that method to bring healing. And all of us can do it. Amen? Just another way. The Holy Spirit will prompt you to do it this way. So what's the benefit? Well, for that person, it may encourage his faith. As a point of contact. That hey, somebody prayed and sent this cloth. And I believe and I touch this cloth and I keep it on me. Healing power flow through my body and I'll be healed. And God transmits his healing power through that. So God uses that. Again, don't worry about the color of the cloth. Don't worry about the material. Does it have to be 100% cotton? (laughs) Don't worry about the size of the cloth. I mean, these are non-essentials. Don't worry about it. You know, whatever cloth's available, you know, pray. And say, take it. And God will use it. Amen? It's the faith that matters as we do this. So God will use that prayer cloth. And you can pray over prayer cloth. And there would be other unusual methods in page 176. Uh, other unusual methods that God will use to minister healing. I want to... 
skip over to page 179 as we get ready to close here and talk a little bit about a few, a few things in closing. Healing teams. Healing teams. Luke chapter 10, verse 1 and 9. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two. Quick question, how many teams? He sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. And what did he tell them? Heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to so healing team, say, okay guys, 70 of you, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make 35 teams, two in each team. And I want you to go in all different directions, in all these cities and places and home. And wherever you go, heal the sick. Tell them God's kingdom has come. Amen? So if we can imagine what we are going to do in November as something like this, Right? We're going to form teams of two. So you and your friend, hey, we're a team. We're a healing team. We're a ministry team. And in teams of two, you go, you give out this power change booklet, you give out our packet of, of, of books and things like that, and then you see if that person has any need. You know, uh, he may say, thank you very much. And um, they could say, you know, uh, is there anything you want? We can pray for you about And he might say, yes, I have this need or that need. Whatever it might be. It might be healing. It might be deliverance. Or it might be a situation in his life. Two of you join together and pray. Amen? Whether he has faith or not, don't worry. You believe. You are going in the name of Jesus. And you pray. Teams of two. And we're going to go forth and impact our city together. Just a few things here on page 180 of getting people to exercise their faith. We talked about this earlier that one method of healing is ministering healing is to get people to act or act their faith, to exercise their faith. That means do something that they at this moment are unable to do. I want to just give a few words of caution here. This, you need to be led by God to do this. Okay? Let's, we should not be presumptuous. For example, you know, if somebody's, you know, wearing glasses, you put your hand on their eyes and you take the glasses and throw it out. Just be prepared to buy them a pair. <laughs> it's good if they are healed, but don't be presumptuous of just throwing out the glasses. That's not the point, right? But, you know, people do these kinds of things and, and they bring a reproach to the healing ministry because of these kinds of things. And being presumptuous, don't do that. If the Lord has told you to do it, then always encourage them to do it. You say, look, if you feel very uncomfortable wearing the glasses, it means your eyes have been restored to normal, then go get your eyes checked and then take it off. Right? Because God's healing will stand the test. If it can't stand the test, what's the point? So go get your eyes checked. If your eyes back to normal, then take it off, right? But don't simply take it off and throw it off and say, oh, you're healed. You won't be able to cross the road, you know. <laughs> don't do those things. Even if the Lord's leading you, submit it to the right tests, right? Similarly, when you're telling people to go off medication, you say, act your faith, so stop all your medication. No, 
You say, now I believe you're healed. Go back to your doctor. Let them check you out. Let the doctor tell you to stop your, that you don't need your medication. So don't take that place and don't do those things. Even if you feel the Lord saying, the work is done, he's been here. That's good. But submit it to the right tests. Don't be presumptuous. It's okay. You know, I believe you're healed. Let the doctor check you. And let the doctor tell you that you don't need to take your medications anymore. Right? Rather than you becoming the doctor. So take, no, don't do those kinds of things. So just a little word of caution. When we are telling people to act their faith, we always must do it in a right way. Make sure the Lord's leading you in it and submit it to the right tests so that we know that we are correctly listening from God and we are not being presumptuous in our own minds. And finally, we must teach people how to maintain their healing. You know, just because you get healed at a moment in prayer, doesn't mean you will never fall sick again. Because you're going to live in this world, things are around you. So it's so important to teach people how to maintain their healing. How do you maintain your healing? By you personally learning to exercise faith in God's word and stand on the word for yourself. Right? That's very important. To tell people, listen, you need to come to a place where you believe the word of God for yourself. And you must maintain your healing. You cannot not always keep coming to a person to pray for you, pray for you. I mean, there may be times initially God will use it and bring healing to your body and all that's wonderful. But you must learn how to maintain your healing by standing on God's word for yourself. Having faith in the word of God for your so teach people. These, this is the promises concerning scripture. You believe it. That's an important part of ministering healing and deliverance. So what we've done this morning, I've skipped several things in the chapter, uh, other things in the chapter, you could read it. What we've done is we've kind of given a broad overview of so many different ways to minister healing to people. What would we do? In any situation, use the method that's simplest and easiest. Usually, simple thing is to lay hands and pray or lay hands and, and speak a word of command. That's the simplest. Do that. But be open. The Lord might impress you to do something unusual. Do something different. Don't get scared. Oh, I just feel, uh, I feel I should tell this person to go and drink some water. Yeah, whatever. Or bring a bottle of water and I will pray over it and let them drink it. If you feel that, then do it. Because God wants to work through that method to bring healing. But no, no, but I want God to heal me through the, heal him through the laying on of hands. No, that's okay. God can. But at this point, he's leading you to use a bottle of water. What's the advantage? Maybe this will encourage their faith. So it's not so much about what you're comfortable with, but it's what will help that person's faith. So you obeying God and the simple thing saying, hey, get me a bottle of water, I'll pray over it and you drink it, will help that person's faith. They will believe that as this water that you prayed over gets into the very system, the healing comes. So that's why God is telling you to do a different way right now. Right? So when you're ministering, do the normal, what you would normally do. But if the Lord impresses you to do something different, he, he pops an idea in your mind, do it like this, then do it that way. 
because that's going to be the method God would want to use in that particular situation. It doesn't mean that from then on you say, okay, I've got a healing water ministry, you know. No, it's just that that moment God wanted to do something different. That's why he chose to do it that way. He led you to do it that way. The key is be sensitive. If nothing is coming, if God is not giving you any specific word, then do what is most comfortable at that moment. Lay hands, issue a word, pray the prayer of faith, do whatever is comfortable at that moment. But if God does give you a specific word, be sure to do it his way. Because there's a reason why he's telling you to do it in a different manner. Amen? So we're going to pray right now for people right here and minister to one another through the methods we've learned. Are you ready? It's okay? God will work through all of us. And there might be people here sitting here who say, you know, I really want God to heal me of a certain condition in my body. It may be small, it may be big. This is your time for just to believe God together with those around you uh, for God to work and bring healing. You never know in how many, you know, what God can do this morning right here. That sickness you may be having in your body for 15 years. Today, this moment as we pray, God will bring healing. It may be a big condition. God will bring healing. Pray again. You say, I've prayed for all these 15 years. Thank God you've come to this day and this moment. God's about to do something, right? So let's extend our faith. I'm going to call the worship team up and then we're going to pray for one another and just believe uh, that God would use us to minister healing. However you feel God wants you to do. Sometimes you just want to lay hands. Sometimes you pray the prayer of faith. Sometimes you, you speak a word of command uh, or you, you, you know, if it's a healing they need for somebody at home, you pray over their handkerchief and send it with them. Whatever you feel led to do, Let's minister to one another based on these things. And I'm sure we will hear good testimonies of what God does this morning. Amen? Let's rise to our feet. Our worship team will help us pray. I worship the Lord for a few moments. So let's just worship God and expect a healing anointing. Say, Holy Spirit, we want your healing presence to saturate this place. So come, Holy Spirit.
Father, we thank you for your word. That your word will accomplish what you please. That your word will not return to you words. It will prosper in the thing for which it was sent, Father. Even in this place. That every sickness, every disease will bow. And Father, even now we just extend our faith. Believing for healings and miracles and deliverances in the lives of people present here, God. For their family members, for their homes. Even as we pray with one another. Even as we pray with one another, God. We are believing for mighty miracles. For mighty deliverances. For mighty healings to take place. And we give you thanks, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work you do in this place. So what I'd like to request you to do now, if there's anyone here you need prayer for you, for yourself, or for a family member, I just want you to lift your hand There's no hand up. There's no need to be embarrassed. We're just going to act on what we heard this morning. If you need healing or deliverance for you, your household, your family member, they may be here, they may be far away. It's okay. Just put your hand up. And then I'm going to ask our brothers, sisters around, just go to these people and just ask them, you know, what shall we pray about? And they mention in one simple sentence, say, you know, pray for my uncle or pray for so-and-so or pray for me. And then I want you to just pray with them. And, and just do what you feel led to do. Maybe you rebuke that sickness and disease. Maybe you pray the prayer of faith. Maybe you pray a combination of these things. You do a combination of these things. Maybe you fa- feel led to rebuke unclean spirits, spirits of infirmities. How will you feel led to pray? Just go ahead and do that. All right? So put your hand up please If you need prayer You need help uh, For your family For yourself And let's do that Let's go Next Just find these people Let's make sure Everybody is prayed for You are permitted To move around In the auditorium Just go around Let's pray See somebody here Who needs prayer Somebody there Who needs prayer Come on Let's do this God wants to work Through you Whatever you feel Led by God to do You know You may feel led to Rebuke some sickness, some infirmity, spirit of infirmity, do it. Holy Spirit, work through your people in this place today. Work through your people, Lord. Show them how to minister, God. Show them what to do. Show them how to pray. Show them how to bring healing. Work through your people today, God. Just go ahead.
prayer. Work through your people. A simple prayer. A simple touch. A prayer of agreement. A prayer of faith. Oh God, we thank you. Thank you. Healing and deliverance, Lord. Minister healing, minister deliverance, oh God, right now. Let healing flow, let deliverance come in the name of Jesus. Let bondages be broken, let addictions fall off of the minds and the lives of people now in the name of Jesus. Let controlling spirits depart in the name of Jesus. Let tormenting spirits that have been tormenting lives depart in the name of Jesus. Leave in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Receive deliverance for your home, for your family. Receive deliverance now in the name of Jesus. Healing and deliverance taking place right now. Right now. Let the healing power of God flow. Let the healing power of God flow. In the name of Jesus. Diseases that have affected the nervous system. I rebuke it in Jesus name. I command your nervous system. To be healed. To be totally free in Jesus name. Be healed. Totally free. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. There's a strong anointing here. The healing anointing is here. Powerful anointing. Powerful anointing. God's presence to heal. God's presence to deliver. Mighty deliverances. Mighty healings. Victories taking place. Thank you God. Thank you God. Thank you. Thank you God. For deliverances. Deliverances. For deliverances Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we just thank you for the day, for a time and an hour such like this, as this, O God, when every child of God is equipped to do the work of the ministry. When every child of God is equipped to minister healing and deliverance, O God. Lord, not only here on a Sunday morning, but as we go through the week in our schools or colleges or places of work, we meet at people. That each one is equipped and used by God. Thank you for a day and a time and an hour like this. We thank you, God. We thank you, O oh God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. As you're standing here, I just want you to encourage you to do what you could not do. Check your body as people have prayed for you. Check your body. And if you feel like you're, you're getting better, maybe even 50%, maybe 60% better, maybe 80% better, maybe fully better, something has happened in your body. 
and and you know that you can feel it you can attest to that and i just want you to put your hand up let's see what god's done right now I feel like something's really happened to me right now as i was prayed for just put your hand up anyone just put your hand so i could see one hand up there anybody else is something happened to me right now as i was prayed for two anybody else three anybody else is there something really happened to me as i was prayed for i know something happens no something happened four i see another hand five i see another hand wonderful i see six another hand wonderful god's doing things amen seven amen thank you praise god you put your hands down and as you continue through we you will know that god has done something because god's presence here was so tangible i know god's done something you will find out amen let's take this out of the church amen let's take it out wherever you get an opportunity just pray use any of these methods god will use you great things will happen in his name amen let's close father we just thank you for empowering us as your people god for all that you vested in us as your people and i pray god that as we go out from this place it will be your flaming fiery witnesses in this world to touch lives for your kingdom we thank you we thank you we thank you let the name of jesus be honored and glorified in us and through us we pray in jesus name amen We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact@apcwo.org. Also visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.